0: What is going on everybody? It is Chris Aiken and we are here with a live edition of Chris Aiken Presents. Before I get into the episode, make sure you do all the podcasty stuff, hit the notification bells and the likes and comments and all that stuff. You know what to do. And uh we're going to get right to it. Um I've got a special guest with us t- here. Um she is an artist, she is a musician, she is uh super super talented and she has a brand new release coming out called Heavy Peace, and she is the one, the only, Miss Chloe Trujillo. Chloe, how are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you. How are you?
0: I'm good. It's great to talk to you, and it's great to talk about Heavy Peace because what a a cool EP, this thing is. I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I probably came into this like most people did, having no idea what it was gonna be. Uh-huh. We, you know, because I think, I think everybody, ob- you know, this. The obvious first thought is, it's compared to Metallica, just yeah, because it's gonna be. And yeah. then once you get past that, though, then when you really start to dig into this, this is a very deep, very layered, but accessible record. It's artsy but cool at the same time. So congrats on that. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. Well, Chloe, let's talk about it for a minute. Um, you know, you you obviously make your 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 living or your your livelihood as more of an artist than and a and a fashion in the fashion world than you do in music. So, what brings you to the world of music? Is it just the household you live in, or
1: Uh, no? It's always kind of been there. Um, You know, I grew up. Yeah, I grew up when my parents were fashion designers, so I kind of grew up in the fashion world. Um, I'm from Paris, France, so they were all, um, you know, uh, in that universe. But uh, also because they had long hours, so when we were kids. Uh, me and my sisters, uh, were often my second sets of parents were my grandparents basically okay. because the, uh, you know, the fashion world, sometimes when it's fashion week or all the traveling that my parents had to do. Um, so my parent, my grandparents were watching us, us, and my, um, grandfather was actually a professional opera singer okay. who was also touring and all this. So I grew up in those two worlds, uh, um, and, you know, despite I was like opera music, it was always like doing these vocal exercises every day and, and, uh, singing every day. And that's, um, that's actually what I've been doing forever too. I always loved singing and music and I got, you know, as a teenager, um, thanks to my dad, actually, even before my, my teenage years, cause my dad was listening to a lot of music, um and he was always researching music for his fashion shows but um with a certain preference towards like rock heavy style sure. so Um, that's through him that I discovered like Iron Maiden, I discovered you know Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix uh, ACDC, little bands like this and then I started listening to a lot of metal and I got into very extreme styles of metal uh, um, grindcore, death metal all this stuff so I I love it all and I went to see uh, lots, lots, lots of shows um, and always inspired. Uh, The reason why I did art first before anything is because i was um when i grew up i was kind of shy okay. i was afraid but in the sense of not shy like oh i'm afraid uh, shy more uh, Say reserved might be the better term sure. um and afraid also to share show who i was um, as far as singing like because because part of me singing and music was Going to be also performing, sure. So um, I was always kind of f- afraid of that. So I could do art and display and do art shows and and keep my art on the walls and people could look at it and and uh, uh, figure out whatever they they sense from it. You know, it's very a lot of my artwork is very. Um, it's filled with symbols and and so it's not like directly in your face. This is what it means and. And so I was more comfortable with that than thinking like, oh, I'm going to be singing the songs I wrote on stage. And because the voice too um, is such a, uh, you know, you can't hide your emotions really with the voice. You can always feel, um, you can always sense what somebody's feeling when they talk to you. And then, you know, um, the emotions are there. So uh, i was very I, I like to build a wall of protection around me and sure. also through all the the um, crazy experiences i had in life it was more like okay protection and and not sharing and not opening myself up because you know it's it's scary out there mm-hmm. so it took a while and and for the longest time i was really comfortable singing i sang in bands and i Actually, it's through singing that I got my first visa to come to the U.S. Okay. Um, but I was very comfortable singing other people's material because I felt like I'm playing a character and I'm singing these uh, songs about somebody else's experience or, you know, somebody else wrote the lyrics, somebody else wrote the music, and, and I can play that role and, and, and be in there and do it on stage. But when it was my own things, it was it was very scary. So it took a while. It took a lot of like healing and understanding why I was, you know, and, and I knew it was kind of what I wanted to do and needed to do. And it's part of growing and, and you know, as as a human being. And so that's what it took like a little bit of the bat, it was always there, but it was, you know, I left I always left it aside and, and sure. And so, then, finally, one day, I was
0: like, "Enough," you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Does the uh, does doing art actually open open the door to accept rejection better in music? And what I mean by that specifically is, when you do art, I write books, so I, you know, similar yeah. similar scenario. And really, you cannot judge by what anybody says good or bad if it's good. Yeah. But with music you will get a reaction 3 seconds into somebody hearing I I it. You know. know, so did did for you did did or does art let you kind of get past the shyness to actually express yourself the way you want to without any fear anymore?
1: Yes, and yeah, and and actually art helped me, you know, art uh, like making art and and showing my art actually helped me doing music. Like, I'm like, okay, I could do this. And now it's like, it's a little easier to do. But I know what you're saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 100%. I, sure. I, I, I hear it. Like, it's, it's uh, yeah. Uh, our piece is finished. And, and, you know, this is it. Like, music within three seconds of like, well. But you have to also, um, I mean, I do, a, I've done and I still do a lot of inner work. And also, mm-hmm knowing that not everybody's going to like you or like what you do and that's okay you know if you're true to yourself and and authentic and not trying to to please anyone if you're really true i think that helps also go past that that um you know that that notion of like okay is it good or bad well it's true sure. to me and to what i can do right now and and you know you can always do better you can you know we're hopefully we're all, you know, getting better and better and better and better uh, instead of the opposite. So right. you can always do better, but at least like, like do it, you know, I think that's the first step. And and um, nowadays also, it's very scary out there because with um, social media and everything sure. online and everybody can comment and, and maybe some people that wouldn't say certain Certain things in your face, you know they're like have no problem like typing it and and sending it, you know whatever and and um, so it's just knowing like if you're who you are and not playing any role or anything that you know that's not or not trying to you know trying too hard to do something and it's not truly you, so you know that's how I view things. I'm trying sure. to yeah,
0: definitely. Well, well Chloe, um you've done solo music in the past, but for this release you're working with Rav. Uh, Rev. uh yeah. talk a little bit about how Rav came into your musical world and what he adds to what you were already doing.
1: Okay. Yeah, so um I've done so many uh um things on my own, like even, uh, you know, painting a very solitary uh, thing, you know, when I work, I'm in my studio right here, you know, it's like, all this, I'm like, that's where I paint. And that's where I create music in the little corner there. And um, before COVID, I always needed the help of an engineer or somebody to to, uh, uh, get my songs, you know, I would write my songs, but then I didn't know how to get from that to like put them on the structure in the uh, software and all this. So I uh, actually, COVID and the confinement that closed everything up, had me learn how to do that on my own. So I continue doing my music, um, doing everything on my own, just learning as I go. Uh, um, And, you know, playing like the the keyboard or the guitar and, and recording and I'm not an excellent, uh, uh, you know, I'm not like a great guitar player or bass player, but I would play my my lines and everything and I just, and I learned how to kind of make it work uh, within uh, my song frame and everything. And so I did everything on my own. So when we met with Rav We met because we were both performing at an event called Global for Global Green, which is for the environment. Okay. And uh, but we never met in person because it was still COVID time, so it was like a virtual show. So okay. you could see um, after the event, we all the performers had access to the full show online. Um, and, uh, and I noticed, oh, there's a, a there's a metal band in there, you know, there's like, you know, and then, so I started following, uh, he followed me, and then he reached out to me uh, uh, about, um, you know, working on one song together. And the thing that was great for me, and I said yes, because finally I had, like, I was collaborating with somebody else, so it was not sure. so solo, like you know, when you're on your own and I love being on my own and I love working on my own and doing, um, things my own way and, and, you know, in my own, you know, on my own timing and everything, but Mm -hmm. this was a great opportunity for me to work with somebody again. Um, and so he sent me a bunch of, of riffs and I selected uh, my favorites from there. And then, um, and, uh, and then I sent him some vocal melody ideas and then lyrics. And then that was our first song that led to us being signed to Golden um, robot. robot Records. And, and now we have an EP. And uh, um, yeah, and I like working with somebody and it's great. And then also when you have somebody like him, that's really open, we are bouncing off ideas and, and You know, he's welcoming my ideas, I'm welcoming his, and it's just a great partnership. I think it's just great communication and and respect. And I think that's the most important. And then when you have something like this, it's almost like, oh, we're creating something together. I'm still creating my own music and he's probably still creating his own, but we have this thing where we're doing things uh, a bit differently. And and so uh, it's been a lot of fun, a lot of work, but a lot of fun.
0: Sure. Now, now, what will it take for you, Chloe, to look at heavy piece and say, okay, that accomplished what I wanted it to do? Is it, is it just getting it out there and getting your sound out there? Or is it building toward the next thing? Or
1: Yeah, what, I mean, is, yeah, ahead. eventually we, we're actually starting getting ideas for a second EP. Okay. And, and hopefully that will lead to a full album uh, and also some shows. Uh, we actually already are talking about, uh, shows for next year. I think things will start kind of, you know, getting easier and better with, uh, all the restrictions we had, um, these past couple years. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, you know, we, in this EP, which we, uh, it's within its own genre it's very eclectic still there's different kind of styles of songs or things that Mm -hmm. are you know like things are more mellow and then things are more heavy and then things are more this and that you know we we did like um we experimented a bit so i think after this and this is still us getting to know each other because we're you know so we're like, okay, let's do this and, and, and see. And I think it's gonna um, start to refine our style and what, what our voice and, and all this with this you know, first EP. And hopefully the second one um, will be even more interesting and even you know uh, deeper than that. Like, a, 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 and then with, I think with live shows, I think it'll just strengthen that connection we have, um, and musically, you know? And sure. so, uh, you know, who knows, but it's it's just been such a fun uh, uh, experience working together. And, uh, um, you know, also with live shows, uh, I do, I did a few virtual live shows with my own music during these oh. couple years. Mm-hmm. And I had a lot of fun because it's just me on my own, so I have no band. So I had a lot of fun doing almost like a theatrical kind of display of my song where I was singing live, but I was doing other things within it. And and I'm hoping that we can do something similar with uh, Rathmetic, like doing something, I mean, a performance, but something that kind of, you know, almost like, you know, just something kind of exciting and different. So we'll see. Sure.
0: Absolutely. But I still
1: have to talk with him and <laughs> we can discuss all this. Um, right. Start rehearsing uh once we have shows, you know. But sure. yeah.
0: Well, um, Chloe, um, you obviously released a a few videos, you know, basically the videos for each of the songs and not a surprise they're, they're definitely artistically driven. They're definitely not okay. Here we are playing and then we're done. You know, they're not performance. They're definitely artistic. Yeah. Did you guys write the treatments for these and, and, or did you just kind of have a sort of a fluid idea and make the videos or how did these come together?
1: Yeah, uh, it depends on the video, but in general, we did uh, uh, have uh, an idea of what we wanted, but then uh, whoever was filming, uh, you know, um, and there's been different people for all those videos, uh, we let them also listen to the song and see what they felt about it and, and what kind of imagery they were seeing. and. So it was kind of like adding another, a third person to creatively uh, um, work all together and, and, yeah, and have fun with it. So, yeah. So it was like a a collaboration uh, of, uh, you
0: know, all of us. Sure. Now, now, obviously, it's you and Rav. Um, is there is is there a permanent drummer, or is that, uh, is that something you're still working out, or? Well, on
1: the video, Mara, you playing is Tasha as uh, the drummer.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, we had asked her about some lies. so we'll see. Uh, uh, nothing is really official yet, um, okay. and uh, I think we're going to make that final decision when um, when we start rehearsing for shows and we have clear dates. Okay, to uh, see, but but Tasha seems to be like the one that's uh um that's gonna be doing it, but okay. you know, I don't wanna say anything. Sure. <laughs> I think like, that's when when Rav Medic he he's the one that like contacted um her. And funny enough, how the universe works is uh I didn't know her
0: okay. and
1: uh one day I'm at this sushi place uh eating with my daughter. And this group of people sat next to us and, and she was part of it. She's the one that reached out to me and said, hey, is your name Chloe? Are you playing with Rav Medic? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and uh, that's, that's how I met her even before I knew she was a drummer or anything. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a small world. <laughs> and, uh, and especially I was in, at this sushi place where I've never been before. It was in the valley here in LA where I, I hardly go uh, unless I have to you know, go to my storage or or, do, or meeting somebody. But I don't know what we were doing there with my daughter. I, I forgot, but we're like, oh, let's go eat here before we go home. And, uh, and that, that happened. And then a few, I think a couple of weeks later, uh, i said, oh, I, uh, I'm gonna have this drummer. She's gonna play for the video and her name is Tasha, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think nice. I met her at the sushi place.
0: <laughs> Very so, cool. Yeah. Cool. And the same well,
1: thing happened for the lady that made our picture. The last pictures like the ones you were showing of both yeah. of us in the graffiti. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew her, I met her. She shot my uh, my son a lot in shows, yeah. And and we're he was like looking for a person to take our pictures. And he's like, "Oh wait, I think that you know her. Her name is Nikki." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know her." <laughs> so it's really it's a small world.
0: It certainly is, certainly. Well, well, Chloe, uh, I I gotta ask outside of this project. I gotta ask a question or two about your life because certainly, yeah, it's no secret what your husband does. You mm-hmm. know, <laughs> obviously, he's in the biggest band in the world. Your your son is playing with the biggest bands in the world. Now, you know, he yeah. played with corn. He's, 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 he's obviously got that talent. And in, unless I'm wrong on this, your daughter is like kind of dabbling or getting her feet wet in the fashion world too. Right. Uh, she's
1: actually, no, she's a drummer now. She's like, oh, she's, is she? okay. Incredible drummer. Uh, but she's also a, an artist. So she will post a lot about her artwork. Um, uh on her little instagram thing that okay. she draws every day and uh, uh she's yeah she's plays drums uh oh. basically she's always wanted to play drums but we never got a drum set that's how good parents <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> well no, the way she ended up with a drum set in her bedroom is is um uh, robert's cousin son mm-hmm. um uh was playing drums and then he got into sports so he's really into football sure. and so the drum set was sitting there it was almost new so that's how lula um got the drum set in her bedroom and then she's been playing over two hours or more every day since then and it's been yeah it's been over two years now it's been wow. two and a half years and um yeah and she has a little band the they're just in the process of writing but she's uh yeah so it's 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 been interesting to see yeah everybody i mean actually robert he's he's uh i think he's in new jersey today or he's on the or pittsburgh i don't know where they're playing they're on the east coast okay but um he was saying the other day when he came home is like okay i'm hearing like i'm hearing from down you know, down the driveway, I'm hearing like the drums and I'm hearing some, you know, the bass guitar, like totally playing separately, you know, not together right. a song like, and then she, he was hearing me sing in the middle of it. And I was like, oh, it's like going into the crazy house. <laughs> and I feel like, and I feel like, like that I've, I, instead of the crazy house, I call it, it's like walking into like a rehearsal studios place sure. where everybody's jamming their own little uh, thing. Um, but that's, it's kind of fun. I, I like it.
0: Sure. Is there, is there ever, is there ever a time that's like what I'll call normal people where, you know, sit down, eat dinner, hey, how was school today, son? Did you do your homework or does that never happen?
1: No, it does happen. I, I, I mean, the sit down dinner all together happened a lot during uh, lockdown, the confinement, okay. because we were all four of us together and, and, and it was great actually because it was the longest time that Robert could stay home, uh, sure. and, you know, that long. Uh, so we were cooking together and eating together and, and, and sharing things. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, Ty, Ty just turned 18 and he's, he got his driving license right at 16. So he's,
0: right.
1: he's, uh, um, he's the one that's like the most busy, even though I'm super busy, we're all super busy, but he goes out to rehearse or write music with his own two bands too okay. when he's not touring. And then of course there's school, uh, um, uh, he goes, you know, he still goes to school. So it's like he's, he's, I mean, I'm amazed at his balancing act. Sure. Like he's really, because he was on tour with Suicidal uh, for two months in Europe and he was not finished with school. So the teacher uh, gave him the homework and they would meet uh, online once in a while and he finished his school basically while touring um in the hotel rooms in the bus in the tour wow. bus or whatever, which to me at this age was like wow um, sure. you know impressive and uh so but there's yeah there's there's normal times <laughs> I don't know
0: <laughs> probably not as many it probably seems normal to you but may not be normal to the rest of us that's for sure <laughs> Well, Chloe, the only Metallica question I'm going to ask you and it's not really a Metallica question, it's more a your you question but it definitely has to do with Metallica. Uh-huh. Were you married or dating Robert when he joined the band?
1: Yeah, right uh, before. Okay. Mm-hmm. I met I met Robert in the 90s when he was uh playing with Suicidal. Okay. Uh, but we were not together. We were just friends for uh years and years and years and it's not until I moved to LA that he contacted me and I moved to LA. Like in, uh, I lived in New York for two years. And early uh, 2002, that's when I moved to LA. That's when Robert contacted me, asked me on a date and the rest is history. Like I didn't, okay. you know. So okay. I um, experienced his old audition. So he was still with Ozzy. Okay. Um, All right. And sure. uh, yeah, and so I, uh, I saw him work hard sure all these metallic cat songs sure uh, well, for the audition and everything so yeah
0: and, and and that leads into the question that I want to ask I'm going to play you a, a quick clip you've seen it obviously it's 1 minute long it's it's him actually getting the gig and I and I have a question behind it but I'm going to play this real quick so that the listeners can follow along okay uh-huh. all right here we go <laughs> Well, The second time you came back, I mean, that was for me when I noticed that mm-hmm. you make us play better, man. Mm-hmm. You make the band sound oh, yeah, so man. much better, wow. so solid. How and do you feel about that, man? Oh, I feel awesome, man. I'm right now. You coolest. We want you to be a real member of this band, mm-hmm. not just a higher right. hand. Right,
1: absolutely. And um, oh, wow.
0: we'd like to offer you, uh, basically to give, to show you how serious we are about this, offer you a million dollars to join our band right now. <laughs> and um, right, right. and as, a good, as a kind of a good faith thing about how serious we are. It's an advance. It's an advance on some percentage you're going to be making with the right. band. Here's money up front mm-hmm. to get you kicked in and inspired. Right. And this is a reality. This is my future. This is what life can hold for me wow. with my new family. Whew. All right. My question I have for you, Chloe, is, None of us, none of us regular human beings get to see a life-changing moment like that. And obviously joining the biggest band in the history of heavy metal is a life-changing thing. What I wonder is, how do you find out after? Does he call you? Does he come home? Do you do the dinner? What happens immediately after he gets this gig? So I have the story
1: like before the clapping and everything okay so that because we live in l a and this is hQ so that's up north Northern right. california so he had just gone i mean there were so many auditions i I don't you know he would audition a bunch of people and then he would not hear from the band for like weeks and then all of a sudden there's another audition and then he would not hear for, so he was like what's going on you know he wasn't sure what was going on and all this and so it was one of these post audition flew back to la uh he calls me you know telling me he's on this flight blah 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 uh uh let's have dinner okay so we we meet for dinner And it's one of those places that, you know, you order at the cash register and then you go find a table and you sit and then they bring it to you. So we order food. The moment we sit at the table, he gets, I think it was Lars that called him and say, hey, when can you come to HQ? And he's like, oh, like, how soon can you come? And so he's telling me like that he has to go back. So I'm like, okay, it's okay, you know, I'll eat your food, whatever. He <laughs> didn't even get his food.
0: Right. And
1: so I, I got the food to go and he's flying, he's flying back not knowing. And that's, I think that's the uh, the, the moment where he comes in and everybody claps. He didn't even know what was going on. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's clapping along. He's like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and, 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 you know, he told me that afterwards, but... Sure. Um, but to me, it was just, okay, one of these things where he's, he's flying back and, and maybe they want to listen to him again, play other songs. I didn't know, you know, I, I wasn't sure. Uh, but it's, yeah, he called me later after this whole thing, uh, uh, what happened. So, you know, it, right. it was such a long, I think it it took a minute for both of us to kind of realize what was going on because it was such a long journey with the audition process and not knowing and, and being confused and all this. And, and uh, you know, I was doing my thing and then it, and sure. um, yeah, and then so, and then I think after that, they immediately went straight to work. So he was hardly home anymore. Right. So, you know, it's just like, boom. You're in it, wow. and then and then they had the film crew too, sure. uh, um, you know, following him and all this. Uh, sometimes I was there because because they got him like a little uh, uh, apartment near the studio temporarily, so he could be there. Started to work on songs, and uh, once in a while I would drive up uh, to spend time with him when he was not in the studio and and or the the free moments, but. You know, there was the film crew. So I was like, okay, sure. let's just go film over there. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was right to work. So for sure. him, it was great. And and, uh, and talk about life-changing is I got pregnant <laughs> <laughs> shortly <laughs> after, not even purposely. Right. Uh, I was actually in shock, too, because I'm like, oh, my God. And And his first tour... He's out, you know. He's away, and then I was feeling super tired and everything. And I'm, I'm calling my sister, and and I'm like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Maybe I should do like a blood test. I don't know what. Like I'm <laughs> right. so tired, and and she's like, Do you think you're pregnant? And I'm like, No, no, no. <laughs> and then and then I remember hanging out with, hanging up, and and I'm thinking like, Wait, maybe. So I went, you know, I went to the pharmacy, get like a a, a, a pregnancy, pregnancy test, test and it was positive and I was in so much denial. I was like, right. no, it can't be, it can't be. Because um, I had, I actually did um, uh, get an audition at the same time and I was supposed to sing and go on tour with a band. Okay. And, and now being pregnant, I had to cancel that whole thing because right. I was not, I was, you know, super tired, and then shortly after, I started having morning sickness and all that stuff. But uh, but it's funny how yeah how like boom like you want life changing? Okay, you're this, <laughs> and now and now you're gonna have a child too. Right. And, uh, and so yeah, it's because I was in denial. I I went to the pregnancy resource center that offered other pregnancy tests for free, sure. and and it was like also positive. And I'm like, oh my god, and they even saw my face. They're like, Do you need to see a counselor? I'm like, maybe, I don't know.
0: <laughs> you
1: know, and then I had to call Robert because he was on the road. Right. You know, and tell him. And 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 we didn't see each other for like I think three weeks. Okay. Uh, uh you know, and I and right. I, like, I don't know because he was like, Oh, we're gonna talk about this when I get back. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> you know? So it was like a a, a full life changing. Uh, sure. Uh, so yeah. life
0: changing year.
1: Yeah. Totally. Totally.
0: Like no doubt. Kid,
1: uh, you know. You know. You're in Italia now. You're gonna have a child and everything at once.
0: Wow, so, that that's a hell of a year. That's for sure. But
1: I know. I'm wondering what was going on in the charts. <laughs> you know. <laughs>
0: Exactly. Well, Chloe, you obviously have this new release. It's out uh a week from tomorrow, next Friday. Yes. It is um called Heavy Piece. It is Chloe Trujillo with Ravmedic. It's it's really a fun listen. I'm not sure where we'd classify it. It's got know. elements of a lot of stuff in it whether you like stoner rock or regular rock or experimental. It's it's all in there.
1: Yeah. So, yeah,
0: we experimented where, a lot. Yeah. It, yeah, it is. But Where should we tell people to check out um, the record and buy it and keep up with you and all that stuff, Chloe?
1: Well, this is going to be available on, I I think, all the major streaming platforms Okay. uh, for now. And uh, like I said, we're going to – and then, yeah, I mean, they can follow me or Enrav Medic on on Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram, uh, uh, and my Instagram is Chloe Trujillo. And Rav Medic is actually Mark Dalbeth. And uh, um, we post things and news and, and all this uh, uh, pretty, pretty regularly. Okay. I mean, for me, at least. Um, and then um, we're talking once we have a second EP doing an album and, and doing a vinyl. So that's going to be a lot of fun because I get to sure. create, like, the art sure. in it, like... <laughs> <laughs> so I can't wait for that, but we gotta write the the music first, you know. Sure. Um, but yeah, streaming on all platforms. Uh, uh, of course, you can go see all the music videos we talked about uh, on my YouTube channel. That's also Chloe Hill. I think if you research it on YouTube, it should okay. pop up. Um, yeah, and that's that's how it is for now.
0: All right. Well, one more time. It is Chloe Trujillo and Rav Medic. The name of the release is Heavy Peace. It is out next Friday, the 19th. And Chloe, thanks so much for joining me here on Crusaker Presents. Well, thank you for having me.